0: It's your Locked on Flyers podcast for Monday, May 23rd, your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high quality content that really wants to know what the Flyers are going to do with our RFAs this offseason.
1: Wow, you really, that's, that's digging
0: deep. That's what I do, Russ. That's what I do. Your
1: Locked on Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team
0: every day. Hello, once again, I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on Twitter at Rmiriam. I'm here with my co-host Russ Cohen, who's on Twitter at Sportsology. Thanks for making Lockdown Flyers your first listen every day. You can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Flyers. She'll keep up to date on all the Flyers news and our episodes. You can also email us at lockdownflyers at gmail.com. We will be having a mailbag later this week, so get those questions in. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. On today's show, we are going to talk about the latest in the Barry Trotz saga and another coaching update around the NHL that could affect the Flyers. And then we're going to dig into the Flyers players who have RFA status and what we think is the best course of action for each of them. Locked on Flyers is free and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you are listening right now. So subscribe. You'll get all of our episodes here on the Locked on Podcast Network. All right. So a little bit of a false alarm, Russ, with Barry Trotz. A little bit. A little bit. I mean, there was some truth to the supposition that he would be inter- interviewing on Friday. He did not interview. There was a conversation that happened to set up an interview, which in theory should be happening early this week.
1: Okay. I kind of look at it like this. I'll I'll use the publishing world as an example. So you're kind of like talking to publishers and you have a new book or you're talking to agents. and They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is interesting. I'll give you a call next week. And now we're starting to see rumors that maybe Barry Trotz is close to signing with Winnipeg. You don't know if they're true, but I did have a feeling that the minute he wasn't here, that they already gave him a massive offer and he was mulling it over. That's my gut feeling. I'm not saying this to be a troll. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it just felt that way.
0: Well, that is a a really interesting option because if he was close to signing with Winnipeg, or you know, he was just saying to the Flyers, "I've gotten an offer from Winnipeg that I really want to take time this weekend to consider with my family and figure out what's going on." um That the Flyers just uh, brought over a big stack of papers and cash and put it on a table and said, "Well, while you're doing yeah. that, maybe you should consider this too."
1: Yeah, it just it, it seems like that may be the case. I. Look, I don't think he was coming here anyhow. Um, he may still interview this week, but I just have a feeling they should start interviewing others. Like just because you told Trotz he's coming this week doesn't mean you shouldn't interview anybody else.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I think that's And why is nobody else set up? Nobody else that we know of—that's for sure. It seems well, like they are being extra secretive with this, as they are apparently doing with everything right now. And as we have talked about, maybe that's not the best approach mm-hmm. this off season. That it's a valid strategy and it's a valid approach, but maybe this off season they should be doing a little bit more public awareness. That yeah, I think doing fans so. would
1: appreciate the transparency. Yeah,
0: I think so too. I think so too. So. Speaking of, you know, some other candidates to talk to, Rick Bonus resigned as head coach in Dallas, just said, you know, maybe the team needs a new voice in the room and I'm going to just quietly step away.
1: Well, if you remember, they pulled him out of what I guess was sort of almost like a retirement. He did a good job. Mm -hmm. I go back to the middle of the year where he slammed the stick against the, uh, the glass right. after a game, and, and that and that did charge the team back up enough to get him into the playoffs but i think you can see the writing on the wall with that team they need to do some work to it he's a guy that's been around the block he's just like i'm good
0: yeah i, I don't know that rick bonus is a a good option for the flyers no he's because no. he was that temporary solution and he did a remarkable job, to your point. I think he came in under very difficult circumstances and yeah. just everything was kind of a mess and and really you know, kept that team afloat, I think, over the last couple of years. So uh, I, I do think, though, that we are going to be dealing with Dallas as a potentially good option for the coaches that are out there. So it's more yes. competition for them.
1: Yeah, and that's why I just would like to see them snap to it Or be a little more transparent and have an idea. Because if you start seeing some coaches, one or two more go off the board, it could get a little uh, dicey.
0: Yeah, I think that's the big issue there for the Flyers is, you know, can they compete in this market where there's a lot of Because I'm going to say
1: it again. If you're waiting on someone in the playoffs, then interview that person
0: last. Yeah. Yep. I think that's the way to go. All right, we are going to switch gears and start talking about the Flyers restricted free agents. And we have a whole bunch of them right now. And I'm not sure that all of them will get qualifying offers or all of them will get offers at the NHL level because there's a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of them at the Phantoms level. We'll talk about them a little bit later. I think the big RFAs that we have to deal with the first one is going to be Owen Tippett. He has a standard RFA, uh, mm -hmm. so there's no date requirements on when he could sign. They just have to get him that qualifying offer. Uh, In this past season, in his 63 games played between Florida and the Flyers, 10 goals, 11 assists, 21 points. In 12 games played in the AHL for Charlotte, six goals, 12 assists.
1: Yeah. Okay, so the first thing... We should talk about is um, their cap space, which right now, until they do something, is a little over five million bucks. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have to spread around to to all these guys. Um, somebody like Tippett, uh, and let's see, what did he make last year? He was at so eight sixty three. He was on like his ELC yep. money. Um, honestly, if you have so much faith in him. Offer him, you know, two year a two-year RFA at, you know, 1.2 a year, something like that. I, that's, I wouldn't go much more than that.
0: I agree with you in theory. I do not think that's what the Flyers are going to do with Owen Tippett. I think they're going to give him more money than that. I think that.
1: Yeah, I think that's a mistake.
0: I, I agree with you 100%. I think for me, maybe, you know, in the 1.5 to 1.8 range is the max I would go on, on him. Um, and I think a two-year deal is the right number of years. Maybe you stretch it to three, but I, I don't think at that low a salary, Tippett would want to go more than two years. Honestly, right. if this is a prove it contract, I think mm-hmm. two years is the right number of of years for it for me. I just think because in the deal they made with the Panthers to to get Owen Tippett, Owen Tippett based on everything we have heard was a key piece of that deal to the flyers that he was the guy they wanted. So to me, I think that means they're going to spend 2 million or 2.2 million on him. And again, disagree, but I think they're going to overspend on him.
1: No, I mean, thinking that way, you're, I think you're probably right. Yeah. I'll say it that way.
0: I think it's just going to be unfortunate in terms of the amount of cap space. Now, I also think, in this is not an RFA portion of the conversation, but I do think if they do what we said they should do and rely on a low-cost backup goaltender like Fedotov, that takes some money off the table. So if they overspend on their skaters a little bit and spread that money around, they would have spent on a goalie. I'm okay with that, honestly. But they would have to stick to the idea of a a Fedotov as your backup.
1: Yeah, but overspend on the guys in free agency don't overspend yeah. on the guys with no with no leverage
0: that's fair too that is absolutely fair and he has no leverage that is true so who knows maybe the flyers will play hardball on owen tippet and surprise us but i think the other big guys we got to talk about are morgan frost and i say this in in terms of relative importance to the team based on what the team has shown us zach McEwen is another rfa that we have to talk about and we will be doing that next but first we're going to talk about our friends at athletic greens
1: i want to take a moment to talk to you about athletic greens i started using athletic greens because i wanted better gut health more energy optimized immune system and hated taking pills and vitamins and i wanted to a supplement that actually tastes great with one delicious scoop of athletic greens you're absorbing 75% High quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The Special brand blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your recovery, focus, and aging. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Athletic greens contain less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while tasting good. Athletic Greens supports better sleep, quality, and recovery. It also supports mental clarity and alertness. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
0: Thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. It's nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Russ, so I think the next restricted free agent on our list to tackle is Morgan Frost. He is in an interesting position here because he's 23, and based on the number of uh, NHL games he's played and all of the different requirements in the CBA, he's got 10.2c status, so he did not meet the requirements for a standard RFA, and he's not quite at UFA status yet so he's in this middle ground so he's only eligible to negotiate and sign a contract with the team that holds his rights which is the flyers but there's also ineligibility on things like an offer sheet or and they can't get arbitration or anything but there is a time crunch on this because if the flyers do not give him a qualifying offer by june 25th then he becomes a ufa
1: well that's not going to happen Right. I feel confident in that. Um, Now, this is the guy, because you are hoping he's really part of your future, more than Owen Tippett, because he's a homegrown guy and he also can play center or wing. uh, This is the guy you give three years and a million and a half to. You're Mm -hmm. 1.5 for three years because this gives you the assurance that, hey, if he can't do it by 26, fine. But if he can, I've got him on a heck of a deal.
0: Yeah, I think that is a really good option here. I, I think that, again, they could go as high as two for him. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I do think a three-year deal is what I would want to offer him. And maybe if you negotiate it a little bit or he's like, I want a two-year deal so I can renegotiate sooner. I I, I do think that's reasonable to you know do him a solid here. But... Um, I, I do think that it's very important to make a clear decision with Morgan Frost in terms of his future with this team and you give him a deal that gives him the opportunity to thrive here if if that's what you want. And if you don't, then don't like, sugarcoat it with him.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, without any leverage, I'm not going to agree to the two-year deal thing. I want him on three.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right, the next guy we got to talk about is Zach McEwen. Now, he's 25. Um, he was on mm-hmm. a two-year deal that the Canucks signed him on for 825000 like a, a standard RFA-eligible yeah. kind of deal. So kind of the sky's the limit in terms of what they would potentially be able to do here because he's a little bit older. Uh, 75 games played, three goals, six assists um i don't generally want to trot out the plus minus but he was a negative 15 this year not that anybody was that great this year on the team but no but i the mean fourth liner it, it, that's supposed to batten down the hatches negative 15 is right. not exactly the greatest
1: yeah so again i am right now mr hardball because we've already used up let's say more than half of our available cap space And I know people out there listening are like, well, we'll move JVR. I don't know that. I have to get these things done. Like, I don't know that. So I'm working with what I've got. Um, Zach, we like you. Presumably you like it here. The fans like you. So come back for the same money for one year. That's it. Yeah. That's our offer.
0: I think so, too. I, I just don't. I mean, you know, if you want to give him a raise, give him 900K a year. I'm not
1: giving him a raise. No. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I can't keep doing this. Every time I give an extra seventy-five or a hundred, you're going to cap me out, Rachel. I'm not letting you do it.
0: Listen, I agree with you.
1: No, it's you. Don't tell me to listen. You're like, ah, eh, give him a little extra. No,
0: but that's not me talking. I'm talking as if I, I'm the okay. Flyers. All right, and all right. and trying to predict what they would do. I would not bring him back. I would just let him walk because I think that they need a different kind of fourth line. And I agree. I would fit. wait on him.
1: Mm-hmm. If it was me, I would wait on him, but they're going to resign. I know. know
0: That's the thing. I'm trying to live in the real world here where we know the Flyers love him. We know the fan base loves him. And if the the Flyers are like, well, we want to at least have something. The Flyers were enthusiastic about this. or The fans were enthusiastic about this past season. Zach McEwen was one of those things. So let's resign him and and make the fan base happy. And we like him too. So um, that's why I see if. They do re-sign him. It'll be another two-year deal, and I would say they would give him like nine hundred nine twenty-five
1: a year. I just want to go on record now by saying, if you give him two years, you will you will be sorry.
0: I agree. Like I, know, I said, I, I would let him walk yep. because I want something I different know. out of a fourth line. Again, no shade on him. I like, no. like him.
1: Great guy. Love what he brings. Happy bring. for him. Yeah. 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 We're just cold right now trying to (laughs) get this team better
0: yep we are all right so we have a whole bunch of guys at the sort of more phantoms level but some that could cross over into the flyers next year so i think the kind of top three guys and you could argue with me if there's you know we should bring somebody else into this top group to consider, but for me, that's Wade Allison, Tanner Leszczynski, and Hayden Hodgson.
1: Right. So, if they put Zach McEwen off and say, come back and talk to us when we have cap space, um, Hodgson would be the guy I would give Zach the yep. money to. I agree. He would be the guy because he could play the same role better.
0: I think so, too. I think that's absolutely key. I, I think that we need guys that can do fourth-line role stuff. But also have scoring potential. Hayden Hodgson uh, really has the speed. He has smarts that he's going to put up more points in a season than Zach McEwen will. 100%.
1: Tanner Rosinski, I would give a um, a two way contract to. So this way, if he makes the Flyers, you'll make it at this rate, and it'll be like you know 750. If you don't, you'll be playing for the Phantoms at like a hundred.
0: Yeah, I do think they'll, they'll give Hodgson a two way as well but yeah
1: probably I would give Hodgson a two-way as well yeah. I didn't say that that's true yeah uh, same thing so this way that does cover me cap wise if I have to send him down early until I get my cap in order you know that may happen
0: yeah Hayden Hodgson is going to be an interesting situation because again uh we could end up getting like an ak with him because they'll have to go through waivers yep but yep. we'll, we'll see what happens.
1: Who's currently playing in the playoffs and looks really good yep. for, for those who haven't been paying attention. <laughs>
0: he is. Actually, he is really contributing. And we
1: predicted he would do well. Yeah. We did. We predicted on the show.
0: We did. All right. And then the last guy in that top group, Wade Allison. I think, man, this is a tough one because of the injury history. Because I think the team will, again, want to do him a solid because he's worked so hard and, you know, he, when he is at his best, he is really, really good. I think that for me, is he the guy that you wait until camp and see how healthy he is?
1: Yeah. I'm telling Wade, I'm giving you a camp invite. We have every intention of signing you. I got to see how you look. No offense, but you've barely been able to play. And for me to pencil you in this year, this is the only way I could do it.
0: I know. I also wonder how the looking at the medical staff situation is going to go relative to him in terms of who's going right. to be there at all that understands his history. So I think Wade Allison is going to be a very dicey situation. And again, I would wait on him until we see him at camp.
1: I mean, I'll, I'll say it even as bluntly as this. Love the guy. If he could play 50 games in the NHL, I'd sign him to a multi-year deal. I don't know if he could do that. So in the end, if I'm running out of money, I have to let Wade Allison go.
0: Yes. One of the things that is going to be a factor is you know looking at numbers of contracts and things like that. But we have a deadline on Jackson Cates. And you know, obviously he has been out. He had concussion issues after there was a huge hit earlier in the season the team just signed noah and to sort of screw over jackson might not go so well uh, as far as relationship building but he has to receive a qualifying offer by june 25th um, otherwise he will become an a ufa and so i think he's somebody that you would want to wait Did you say
1: june 25th or july twenty fifth? june okay so right now they're at 48 contracts, so they can do it because mm-hmm. nothing. I think the calendar flips in July, it and then does. they're at 31 contracts. It does. Yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, it would be it would be him, and it would be Morgan Frost that would have to get signed before that deadline.
1: Right. So I I want to bring back Jackson Cates. Uh, he has a, a lot of good um, potential and intangibles. Right now, I'll give him an AHL contract and tell tell him if he does really well. We'll rip that up and give him an NHL contract. Yeah,
0: I think that's the right move as well. Just he does need the time anyway to come back and get yeah. back to game speed and and see how he's doing. So I think he would be amenable to that and just know that the team yeah. is pushing for him. And, they'll and his him the- brother's there yeah. and they
1: can have camp together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's the right way to go. I think the last guy that they're going to want to do a two-way contract for is Isaac Radcliffe.
1: Yeah, you have to. I mean – I would actually try and get Radcliffe on Mm multi-year, at least least two, and yeah, do a two-way contract.
0: All right. We have a few more guys to talk about. We will do that coming up after the break. We're going to also name our nemesis of the week, so that'll be a lot of fun, but first... BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, even next year's NFL Futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Russ. Our last batch of guys: Matt Strom, Maxim Sushko, and Lena Sandine.
1: Matt Strom, I really enjoyed your time here. You're a class act. Uh, good luck getting a contract somewhere.
0: Honestly, I give him an AHL contract. Okay. I think he picked it up. I, I, I'm.
1: I i do not even want to do it. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think that's all you offer him is a one-year mm-hmm. AHL contract. But I think that. His play in the latter half of the season with the Phantoms earned him at least that. Okay. Uh, What about Sushko and Sandine?
1: Yeah, Sushko, I'm offering an AHL deal for sure. And also telling him there's opportunity for you. Let's see what you can do. We're keeping our eyes on you. Because Sushko could be a late bloomer. He's always struck me as that.
0: Yeah, I think it's possible, and I think it would be good to keep him in the system. I think he would be a good building block for the Phantoms for next year. So, you know, offer to him, see what happens. And then um, Lena Sandine. man, he, he's such a quandary for me because I feel like he could be there on the precipice, but I just feel like there are forces working against him in terms of having the room for him. To move up.
1: I mean, it's not forces. It's just the Flyers' unwillingness well, to,
0: yes.
1: <laughs> to call him up last year. Those are the forces. Yes. He's going to just – he's going to be like, are you giving me like a two-year NHL deal? If not, I'm going back. And that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: I would I, – you know, if I gotten to play him last year and seen what I think he could do, I'd be happily giving him a two-year deal this year because he'd come in – Fairly cheap and would definitely be able to fill a spot with some offense. Mm-hmm. But they didn't give him a shot. No. So he's going to laugh at the Flyers. He's just going to be like, yeah, nice try. See ya.
0: Fair enough. All right. Our nemesis of the week. Man, I love this part of the show.
1: I have a, I love hate
0: with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're newer to the program, every Monday we look around the world of hockey and for the Flyers and say, what is our nemesis for this week? Last week, we said that it was trying to figure out who those top four teams in the draft were going to pick and going around in circles and looking at all the scenarios. That was kind of our nemesis going into last week. This week, for me, it's bandwagoning a team in the playoffs and having them fall short, too. It just feels like the doom of the Flyers is, Uh, uh, (laughs) is just sitting a little too much on me right now of course the florida panthers are down three games in their series against the tampa bay lightning man i said that the lightning were going to win in seven because i just thought that they were you know the better equipped team to make it through this kind of a battle but man the florida just they're dying on the vine. they are they just were not prepared to be a playoff team they, they are a regular not. season wonder, it appears. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's one of those teams you could point that to and say, yeah, it's just it's not been good.
0: So I'm sorry to anybody out there who got emotionally invested in the Florida Panthers for Claude Giroux because it has been brutal.
1: Yeah, Claude Giroux will be home a little sooner than he expected. All right. So my nemesis is going to be all those people that are, you know, projecting picks and everything else in the draft, looking at the world championships and thinking that's changing the minds of teams. And that's going to affect the way the draft is like, as an example is Likovsky now the number one pick. No, he's not, No, he's not going to be the number one pick. Um, Do I think what I do um, influences teams? I'm talking about me um, as to where it's going to change them on the board. No, I think maybe there's been one or two players over my, course of my career where maybe i gave enough attention to that maybe some teams paid attention but that doesn't mean they changed their board And it's probably more than one or two it's probably a few more but as far as these teams they're going through a process and the world championships are a small part of that process we also have to remember it's an end of the year tournament sometimes guys don't have as much in the tank guys are out there for a vacation there's no russia you have to look at the, you know, the balance of the way the competition and is everything else and keep it all in in and check that and just kind of uh just really look at it with a wide lens, not with a macro lens.
0: That is a wise approach, Russ. I'm glad you are here to be our voice of reason.
1: <laughs> I'm just seeing some wild stuff. That's all I'm saying.
0: I hear ya. I hear ya. All right, that'll do it for today's show. We will be back again tomorrow. We're going to look at some of the Flyers' mainstays on the roster and kind of talk about what is our ideal role for them going into next season versus what is the Flyers' practical or realistic role based on how we think the team is going to shape up. So it'll be a really good conversation about our existing players. As a reminder, we always want to hear from you. Send us in your mailbag questions or thoughts via Twitter at LockedOnFlyers. You can email us at lockdownflyers at gmail.com. I am Rachel. I'm on Twitter at that's rmiriam. That's R M I R I A M.
1: I'm Russa at Sportsology, S P O R T S O L O G Y.
0: You made us your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Locked On NHL. From first round matchups to each Stanley Cup final game, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great Monday.